Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Tell yourself you are highly favored. Tell yourself. Tell yourself you are highly favored. Tell yourself that God is with you. Amen. Tell yourself that you are blessed. Amen. You know, uh, the Bible says we should rejoice. We should rejoice always. When the angel appeared unto Mary, the angel said, Rejoice, you are highly favored. God is with you. And you are blessed. Amen. For us to be standing right now, God is with us. We are blessed. And we are highly favored. I want to let you know, he that keeps you neither sleeps nor slumbers. God does not go on vacation. God does not sleep. God does not say, I want to rest. God does not say, this matter is too big or too small. Let me refer you to someone else. We all have access. And as you appear before God, he's a covenant-keeping God. You make a covenant demand, and he gives you a covenant supply. And that which he gives you will be permanent in Jesus' name. Today is the day after Christmas. Today is a Sunday. Today is the last Sunday in the year 2021. Today is the 360th day of this year. And you are standing, I'm standing. Not because we woke ourselves up, but because God, every day, in his faithfulness, in his mercy, in his grace, woke us up. Why is he waking us up? Because he has a plan for you and I. He's still going to use us. And how does he use us? By being with us. By making sure we are highly favored. And making sure we are blessed. So reassure yourself. Let yourself know. Talk to yourself every day. If you want, you can look at the mirror. And say, you, you, you in the mirror. <laughs> you are highly favored. You are blessed. God is with you. And when you start your day that way, you know that you will be rejoicing all the day. The enemy will not rejoice over you. The enemy will not rejoice over your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. I, 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 I just want us to take a testimony. As one of our sisters, uh, she tried to reach me over the week. She left a message. I called her back. I could not get through. She called again. She could not get through. And uh, finally, we were able to connect. And she said, Pastor, I have, my, I have testimonies to tell. Amen? I know we all have testimonies. So I, I believe that we will just hear a testimony. But your testimony, uh, I pray that uh, you will, by the time it is the last day of this year, it will not be won. It will be uncountable in the mighty name of Jesus. So uh, just uh, please give me another microphone, one of the microphones. Uh, just uh, clean it up and uh, I will just invite uh, Sister Irene and just uh, summarize the testimonies so that we can go straight to the point. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go. Just Praise pray. the Lord. Hallelujah. My name is Irene Ohen. I'm here to 
give thanks to God for showing me mercy and all the miracle he has done for me. First, um, I finished my PSW training last year and I was supposed to go for my placement. After my placement, I'll now go back and write my final exam. But after my placement, after I've completed the three hours, three and 10 hours, I couldn't go for the exam because I was afraid of writing and failing the exam. So I kept pushing the exam forward. But recently, I just thought to myself that I have to go and write the exam so that I can have my certificate. So I started praying to God that you just help me write the exam. You just showed me mercy so I can write and pass the exam. And then this month of December, I prayed and I asked the Holy Spirit to please fix a date for me to write the exam, to help me read and write and pass the exam. So on the 21st of December, I was scheduled to write the exam. And I went. When I got there, the exam was supposed to last for two hours, 30 minutes. I finished other one hour, 30 minutes. And then they said I'll get the result the next day. But later, in two hours, two hours later, they called me and said I passed the exam and I was successful. I was so overwhelmed because I never thought I'd be able to pass the exam because I prepared for that exam in less than two weeks. But God did it for me and answered my prayer. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Then secondly, this year, a few months back, I went for checkup and I was told I have um, fibroid, ovarian cyst, um, high cholesterol, um, high sugar with diabetes, and liver problem. God, I was so worried because when I left Nigeria, I was only I was I only had a, a fibroid and low sugar. So when I got to Canada, I went for a checkup again. They said I just had fibroid. But recently, when I went for a checkup, they gave me all these multiple afflictions, and I was not happy about it. I was very worried. So I took to, took it to God. I decided to take it to God in prayer. I came to Pastor Ken. I listed out the multiple afflictions. I gave it to him. He prayed with me and said I should fast, pray, and trust God for healing, that there's nothing God cannot do. I believed, and I kept on praying that God should please help me, that he should heal me, deliver that sickness and disease are not from him, and that whatsoever he didn't place in my body, spirit, and soul, he should approach and destroy them and give me a clean bill of health. So on the 6th of December, I went for a scan because I was scheduled for a scan on the 6th of December and then to go for blood work in January and then go for MRI for my liver in uh, 2022. So on the 6th of December, I went for the scan. After the scan, they said uh, in a few days' time, I'll get my result. But the, I waited close to two weeks, but the nurse practitioner never called me, okay? So when after waiting, I now went to, I called, I went to the hospital, I saw her, she promised to check and call me, but she never did. So I called on one day, which was on 22nd, and they said a nurse was going to call me to give me the result. What happened? So a nurse called me the next day and told me that my, the fibroid, I don't have cause to worry about it, that it's just tiny and little, that there's no surgery and then nothing. That the liver, my liver is okay. I don't have a problem. That my uh, that uh, my 
uh, ovaries, the right and left is okay and numbered. I don't have ovarian cysts. They said I don't have kidney problem, and they measure some other things that they are normal and clear. And I also thank God for clearing my eyes. I had to clear my eyes from redness and inching. I never took the prescription they gave me, and God healed me. So I'm called to give God all the glory, all the praise. Hallelujah. Let's, let's give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. We can do better than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We want to thank God for that testimony. Not just a testimony, testimonies. Amen. Uh, we give all the glory to the Most High God. He's the God of the 11th hour miracle. Some of us are winding down and saying, maybe next year. Uh, God, his time is not calendar time. If he has spoken, he will do it. Don't quit on God. Uh, when our sister came, uh, she came with a long list. And uh, when, I think what she said is, only me that has all this problem. <laughs> You know, and we just decided to commit it into the hands of the Lord. And as she was about leaving, I think we agreed to leave the, that she should leave the list. Uh, and leave it so that God will attend to the list. Amen. And I, I believe that that's, God will perfect the remaining. Uh, God does not do in just half measure. Uh, God will complete everything. Uh, just be expectant and the expectation of the righteous will not be cut off in Jesus' name. God is no respecter of persons. I don't know what challenge. It might not be sickness, it might be something else. What challenge, what mountain? As you hold on to God, not man, as you hold on to God, God himself will do yours also in Jesus' name. And God's miracles are repeatable. The fact that he has done all that for her does not mean that his blessings are exhausted. If he has done it for her, her sister Irene, he will do it for you. Indeed, I trust that you will just claim yours right now and say, God, do my own. Do my own. You are not here to be a spectator. You are here to be a partaker. And for you to partake, you have to participate. Amen? Uh, how do you participate? You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And as you accept the gifts that comes from the Almighty God. You know, when you receive a package, the package is Jesus Christ. But in him, there are many other gifts. Amen? As you receive the gift of Jesus Christ, in that gift of Jesus Christ, there are gifts of blessings, gifts of health, gift of life, gift of, 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 of marriage, any gift that you can ever desire is in him. Amen? And I, I pray that you're at this time of this year, you are not still waiting that maybe next year I would accept Jesus Christ. Every season, Christmas season, uh, it reminds me that in 1993, I gave my life to Jesus Christ on the 25th of December. And it becomes my anniversary. Amen? Uh, I remember I was ashamed because I did not want to let people know that I'm not a Christian. I was hanging around in a church uh, being Christianese, saying the hallelujah, like their suit, like the dresses, like the environment. But after a while, I was not born again, and I knew I was not born again. The fact that you are hanging around church does not make you born again. The fact that you are born in a bakery does not make you a loaf of bread. 
The fact that you are born in a cattle ranch does not make you a cattle. If you come to church and you think the fact that you are here, no, it is a personal decision. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And the Bible says, if God has given us his very best, his only begotten son, what else is he going to withhold from you? Have you ever thought about that? If he has given you Jesus, what else will he withhold? Remember the Bible says, for with God nothing, and I mean nothing, shall be impossible. And once you put that into consideration, you know that you are next in line for a miracle. Don't postpone till 2022. Embrace God. Hold on to God. As he has given you Jesus, ask him for all the blessings that come from Jesus Christ. And because of the Holy Spirit that falls upon you, you will manifest in Jesus' name. I want us to quickly look at a story. Luke chapter 1. Uh, where I, we just heard about uh, uh, Sister Irene's uh, story and her song. And I believe that God will put a new song upon your lips in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 1. I want to welcome everyone to Jesus' house, Toronto. Whether you are on site, online, uh, this is the last Sunday in the year, and I believe that we would not be living here empty-handed. Amen? And uh, God himself that has ordered your steps, whether you are on-site or online, will fill your cup, and it will be to the overflow in Jesus' name. Uh, let's look at uh, the story of uh, Mary. I want us to read from verse 46 to 50. Verses 46 to 50, and I'll just call it a song of Mary. And I believe that God himself will also give you your song in the mighty name of Jesus. Luke chapter 1, the song of Mary. Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 50. And my Bible says, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. 49. For he, he, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. And verse 50. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. Uh, it's always important when we gather and in your personal life, personal devotion, to be able to seek the word of the Lord. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus Christ is the word. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus and uh, uh, the word are the same. God and his word are the same. And if you do not desire the word, then how do you receive faith? The Bible says in uh, Hebrews eleven six, without faith it is impossible to please God. He that cometh unto him must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Your faith is important, but your faith is activated by the word of God. 
And for you to receive the word of God, it is not just an anointing. It is seeking the word of God. It is not just, I like your anointing. No, it is for you to go personal and eat. When people are eating their food, you don't say you like the anointing when they are eating. And expect to be filled yourself or nourish yourself. You have to eat yourself, right? Am I correct? Is that true? You say you like, ah, this way you're eating. I like your anointing. Oh. I, I like the anointing. No, you have to eat yourself so that you can partake and be nourished and be able to ensure that you receive the fullness of that which you are expected to receive. Uh, for you to receive the word of God, you need to, first of all, look out, observe. What is the word of God saying? What, what, what is the word of God saying? You want to observe it. You want to seek knowledge in it. What is it saying? And we just read the word of God. And that's why it's important for you to read the word of God. So that you know what it is saying. If you do not know what the word of God is saying, then someone else will tell you what it should mean. It should be. And that's why the Bible says, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Not just some believers, my people. If my people are not seeking the word of God, if they do not seek the knowledge in the word, then destruction lies ahead. The Bible says there are ways that cement right unto a person, but the end thereof is destruction. So, if you think not seeking the word of God is right to you, I want to let you know that down the road, there's calamity. Because you need to know the word. If you do not know the word, then you do not know the will of God. If you do not know the word, you do not know the counsel of God. If you do not know the word, then you do not know what God wants you to do. If you do not know the word, then you would not recognize the voice of God. God wants you and I, as our Father, to recognize His voice. And as we know what the Word of God says, we want to know what it means. What is the interpretation? What is the revelation we are receiving from the Word? What is the understanding we have got from that Word? Why? So that we do not take it for granted. We want to be able to appreciate what God has said so that we fully understand. Because if you have knowledge and you do not fully understand, then you are going to be basically parambulating all over the place. If you have a bunch of keys and you do not fully understand which one is your door key or your car key, or your suitcase key, then you're going to be wasting a lot of time. Every time. Imagine every time you get to the front door of your house, you have to try all the keys. That will be a lot of waste of time. Then lastly, you want to be able to have the wisdom. How does it apply to you? What do I need to do, pastor? And we're looking at this scripture and we see in the song of Mary, 
She obviously is giving thanks unto the Lord. She is obviously appreciating God. She's obviously giving glory unto the Most High God, acknowledging that God, it is you, not me. But for us to fully understand this scripture is to be able to know the context in which uh, Mary is testifying and giving thanks. What is the context? So that we have a good understanding of the context. So that we are able to appreciate that God is no respecter of persons. God himself can do us and God can do it right now. The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. When you look unto man, you get disappointed. When you look unto God, you get appointed. So which one are we going to choose? Are we going to choose man or are we going to choose God? Your God knows your yesterday, he knows your today, and he knows your tomorrow. And that's why for us to be able to choose God means that you and I need the word of God. I'm emphasizing this because I do know that there, there, there are some here and online that do not just desire the word of God. They cannot remember when they went to the word of God. They have no idea what the word of and they are believers. Let us look at the context of uh, the song of Mary, her testimony and her thanksgiving. And we said some of it last week and I'll just summarize. The Bible tells us from verse 26, in the sixth month, the angel appeared to a virgin who was engaged to be married to a man called, called Joseph. When the angel appeared unto her, the angel said something which I want you to hold on to. It's a season in which we need to rejoice as never before. The angel said to Mary, and listen, there must have been a particular reason why the angel went to Mary. The angel did just not go to anybody. The angel went to Mary. Because it was obvious that Mary had a relationship with God. The angel said to Mary, rejoice, you are highly favored. You are highly favored. God knows you. You don't just know God. God knows you. And God has sent me to you. You are highly favored. Your story would change today. He did not only say you are highly favored. He says rejoice, God is with you. You are not outside God's presence. You are not on the periphery of God's presence. You are in the core of God's presence. God is with you. Your rejoicing will not cease in Jesus' name. And he said something again. He says, blessed are you among women. So there are other women, but she was more blessed than them because of her relationship with God. And when she saw the angel, she was wondering, what, what kind of greeting is this? And the angel said, don't be afraid. He reminded her again, she has found favor with God. And the angel told her what would happen. Because when God sends someone to you to transform your life, whether destiny, uh, helper, whether an angel, whether, whether he comes himself to, 
you cannot be left empty handed. And I want to prophesy that you are not living here empty handed in the mighty name of Jesus. And what did the angel say? You have found favor with God and behold you will conceive and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And what did he say? You will not only conceive your future will be great. Because what did he say to her? It says, Jesus, he will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father. So he was speaking basically into the future of Mary also. That when you conceive, when Jesus Christ is born in your life, your future will never be the same again. Your future will be great. You would enter into the fullness of what God has planned for you in the mighty name of Jesus. It says he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And Mary responded, how can this be since I know no man? The senses came into play. But the angel said, listen, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One who is to be born, who is called the Son of God, would come. Now indeed, then he mentioned Elizabeth, and this is crucial, this is important, that your relative also conceived the son. Listen, he said also, also conceived. So immediately his, the angel has spoken that God said this is what he would do. It means that Mary has also conceived immediately. Is someone listening to me? When the word goes, the word settles the matter. It is already settled. Now faith is. So the angel said, Elizabeth will also conceive because Mary has already received the power to conceive. Because the word of God will not go forth and return back void. The word of God will go forth and accomplish what it has been sent forth to. You can see the power in the word. Once the word goes, that seed has been, germinate, has been set, uh, settled. And it will germinate. It will sprout. It will spring, it will flourish, and it will bring forth fruits in the name of Jesus Christ. It says Elizabeth has conceived, uh, has con also conceived the son in her old age, and this is now six months for her who was called barren. And from Bible theology, uh, theologians, obviously, we, are, we all know, we are all, uh, at least from the Bible, we know that John the Baptist was six months older than the Lord Jesus Christ. So if at this time, it says six months, she's already six months pregnant, uh, Elizabeth, and the word of God has gone forth, that confirms that she conceived immediately. I speak into the life of someone right now. I don't know whether you are trusting God for a child or you are trusting God for a project. I speak into your life right now. Even before the end of this year, you will conceive. The power to conceive will fall upon you mightily in the name of Jesus Christ. And as you conceive, you will carry and you will bring forth. The angel said two things. He gave her a testimony and a word. He gave her a testimony and a word. And you are receiving a testimony. Our sister just shared her testimony. And you are receiving a word. And Mary, that was initially wondering, how can this be? I don't know anybody. How can this be? The year is just five, six days to the end of the year. How can this be? Uh, the job I've been looking for, they said they are not, no longer employed. 
Don't give up on God. It's not over until God says it's over. Even till the very last second of this year, hold on to God. So that on our crossover night, you will come and share your testimony. That that which the enemy has been using to rejoice over you, it has come to an end this year. But when you give up, it is as a result of the prompting of the enemy that there's no need, there's no time. Oh, they have stopped uh, employing. Oh, they have stopped doing this. God it has to take some time. Maybe next year. Hold on to God. Do you hear what I said? Hold on to God. Embrace God and your testimonies will be many in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because the Bible says Elizabeth that everybody says is impossible. She is barren. In six months pregnant. Six months. Six months. Six months pregnant. And the angel reminded Mary, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So I don't know what you are you are, you, are, you are thinking about that there might be challenges. But Jesus Christ says, nothing is impossible to them that believe. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. But you and I can connect into that nothing shall be impossible. That word. Because the Bible says, Jesus Christ himself says, nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. I believe it should be Mark 9, whether 23 or 24. Mark 9, 23 or 24. Technical, give me that. Nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. You know, in time past, and I will be rounding up here. Mark 9, 23. Jesus Christ says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. You know, in time past, and that's why sometimes you go back to the word, and the Holy Spirit just recently opened my eyes to say that Mary's testimony was not for because of Elizabeth. You know, initially, I used to think that song was because of what she saw God had done in the life of Elizabeth. She, that's good. But Mary's song was a song for herself. She received a testimony. She received the word. She didn't wait to see a manifestation of it. She already believed. Someone listening to me. In Luke 1, 45, when uh, Elizabeth begins to prophesy concerning what God had done, and he said in Luke 1, Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of that which has been promised from above. And Mary believed. And that's why she was saying, and when she began to say, so, because at that moment, she had just conceived. But she already believed that it is already settled. And that's why if you look at the song, and that's where we're going to be, the song says, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has, uh, let me just cut off, for behold, henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Because she received a word that she was blessed. She was highly favored. And he says, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. She was not talking about Elizabeth. Because four things happened here. She received the word. She believed that word. And she began to declare that word. And she began to act in line with that word. Are you able to do the same thing? 
Because if God has spoken, then it is settled now. You know, uh, one of our sisters here, uh, I will not call her. It's many testimonies. Let me just not even bring her own. The many testimonies are of people that would have, are getting what they thought they would not get, even at this time of the year. The two children that the Lord has blessed my wife and I with came at this time of the year. After nine years of waiting. If you shut down on God, you shut down on your blessing. If you give up on God, you give up on your blessing. If you use your senses as Mary initially wanted to do, uh, uh, how can this be? For I know no man. It is rational, it's uh, analytical, it's, uh, it's sensible, it's logical, but that does not, it's not how God operates. When God is going to do something in your life, you, they, they will say they don't, they, don't, they don't call people on Sunday to give them a job. But I've heard someone being called on Sunday to be given a job. Even when we wanted to leave the former location to this location, everything was settled within one weekend when we were thinking we needed about three or six months to, to sell our former property as a church. Everything was settled within one weekend. Uh, the, the people interested came on Saturday, they called on Sunday, and everything was concluded on Monday. God can do it for you. I don't know who you are, but embrace God like Jacob. I will not let you go until you bless me. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. God has not forgotten you. You are not just invited to come and hear and look at other people and say God is doing it. You are blessed. You are highly favored. And God is with you. And God is with your family. And you will share your own testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to rise up on your feet. I, I, I believe I'm speaking to one person or two people, but I believe you need to know that God has not forgotten you. I'm expectant, I'm expectant, not expectant just for my blessing, I'm expectant for your blessing, that you would also come as her sister was virtually calling to share her testimony, you would also come to share your own testimony. I want you to lift your hands onto the most high God. First of all, I want us to first of all thank God for our sister's testimony. Just appreciate her testimony. When Mary connected into hers, it was not because she did not appreciate Elizabeth's testimony. She appreciated it and that's why she ran to the house of Elizabeth and went to be there to witness because her testimony, Elizabeth's testimony provoked the fate of Mary. I want this uh, sister's testimony to provoke your faith. Thank God for her testimony. Thank God for her testimony. Because God will also do your own. As you thank God and pray for her, I ask that God 
perfect. The Bible says Mary went to Elizabeth's house and went to help her to ensure that the fullness of her own testimony is set to her. Because as you are helping others to enter into the fullness of theirs, you are also preparing yourself to enter into the fullness of yours. Now I want you to begin to thank God for your testimony. Don't wait to see it. Mark eleven twenty four says, "Blessed is she. Blessed is uh, 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 whenever you pray. Whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received it, and you shall have it." Mark eleven twenty four. Pray as you bring your desire unto the Lord. Pray, pray, pray. And believe that you have received it. Believe that you have received it. Believe that you have received your testimony. As you pray concerning it, believe that you have, and you shall have it. Because sometimes we are waiting to have it before we believe. No, that is putting the cart before the horse. Believe that you have received it. I don't know what you are believing God, but believe I'm reminding you again and again and again and again. Believe that you have received it. Believe that you have received it. You might not be praying for yourself. You might be praying for an Elizabeth out there because as you pray for that person, as you visit that person, that person's testimony will be provoked. Their testimony will react. Their testimony will respond. Because your destiny and the destiny of that person will be linked up. You are not a blessing only. You are called to be blessed. And you are not blessed only. You are called to be a blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for every one of your children. On this 360th day in the year 2021, whether on-site, online, as they lift up their hands unto you, Father, let them receive a word. Let them believe that word. Let them declare that word. And let them act in line with that word. And let there be a manifestation that at the end of this year, on the 31st of December, they will have their many testimonies lined up. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we know as you give the power to conceive, you give the power to carry, there will be no stillbirth. There will be no miscarriage. As you give them the power to conceive, they receive the power to carry. They will receive the power to bring forth. They will birth their own Samuel. They will birth their own Isaac. They will birth, oh God, their own, 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 own uh, they, they, they will birth their own Jesus. They will birth, oh God, their own John the Baptist. Father, I pray, oh God, that as we celebrate Jesus, let Jesus Christ be born in every life, on a daily basis, in every heart. Let Jesus Christ be born. And let, oh God, all the glory belong to you. Let the unsaved be saved. Let the sick be healed. And the captives be delivered. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated.